Fashion. Turn to the left. Fashion. Turn to the right. Uh, fashion. Fashion? It's Fashion with Penelope Noir. Morena Penelope Noir. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very uh, feeling like it's the season for what we're going to be talking about this morning. Where are we going in fashion? We're going to talk about Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks. I did wear mine for the first time in quite some months on the weekend, so I'm feeling like, you know, we're, we're really ready for the Birkenstock moment to be back. Uh, they definitely are, I think, a summer vibe thing. Yeah. What's the history of them? Where did they come from? Okay, so um, I thought it like for people who don't know, um, they're a German shoe, and um, they you know they have like a cork layer, and that's probably what they're most known for. Yeah. They're a sandal, probably, and they've got a couple of buckles, or else they've just got one of those like little toe kind of jangly things. <laughs> um, very technical speak here. <laughs> uh, they the guy that founded them was called Johann Adam Birkenstock, and it was founded in. The company was founded in 1774. Whoa, oh, hang on. Oh, my God, that's... 1774. Yeah. yeah. A long time I ago. I thought you were going to be, like, in the 1970s. That's that's hundreds of hundreds of years old. Yeah. Wow. Um, so he was... Um, on the census as a cobbler and then it wasn't until 1896 that master cobbler Conrad Birkenstock <laughs> creates the fussbet or otherwise known as footbed the fussbet fussbet uh, and that um, uh, and that's kind of like the insoles so they were insoles mm. for shoes because prior to that like when Johan started the company shoes were all flat on the inside Oh. So he was like, oh, we need to, you know, Sort find some out. comfort here. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the first, the first arch support was created in 1902, um, but it wasn't until 1925 that the layered beds of Birkenstock were created, and that's what they're famous for. They are very comfortable. Yes. It is true. So they've got, um, you start with a sole at the bottom, and then it's got layers of uh, cork, which is harvested. We've spoken about cork before. A, um, a cork tree matures at like 25, and then it's right. only harvested every nine years for the cork. Oh, wow. And um, Birkenstock, they use the byproduct of when they make wine cork wine corks mm -hmm. and then they granulate it and then they use natural latex from rubber trees this is cool yeah to bind them with also jute um so it's layers of cork jute and then a suede like a soft suede topper yeah which is all bound together with natural latex cool which is pretty awesome that is pretty cool um and then of course they've got tops of things like leather suede nubuck microfiber which is vegan um and they they so they created this and then in that was part of the first uh, fitness sandal called the Madrid, Ooh. which was in 1963. The Madrid fitness Madrid. sandal. And then in 1966, a German woman who was living in the US went to a spa in Bavaria, and they put her in the Madrid sandal because she had uh, sore feet from wearing heels. Ah, and she was like, I'm never going back. Yeah, she took I'm them back to the US and went, oh my God, here's the miracle shoes. <laughs> and the US went, no, this is too ugly. We're not going to sell it. And so she ended up selling them in health stores. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that sort of doesn't surprise me if you think about what the 60s, the sort of like glamour of it if you've got that trying to rub up with your foot sandal yeah i can see why they'd be like no 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 thank you very much yeah and then so in the 70s men started wearing them and then hippies and that's how it took off in the uh -huh. states and Classic. now they're like Whoa. and then um 1986 um the uh 
high-end kind of store, Nordstrom started selling them. Mm. But what's quite cool about Birkenstock is that they're always looking at their sustainability and how they can improve on things. So in the 1990s, they worked on their um, on their process of production and manufacture so that they could reduce the energy consumption by 90%. Wow. Which is pretty cool. That like, is pretty cool. They were also um, awarded the Peter... Libby Award for Most Animal Friendly Shoe Company. Wow. Which is pretty cool. And of course, in, in the 1990s, also like Kate Moss and Gwyneth Paltrow were spotted wearing them, so then they became kind of fashionable. Um, All it takes is one very glamorous person to wear something quite sort of strange looking, and then everyone's like, actually, we've always wanted to wear those, and now we've been given permission. Thank yeah. you very much. And then Celine um, did a collab and they created Furkenstocks, which were mink, which is not so animal friendly. No. Uh, uh, Givenchy also did a collab or did, released a, a pair of Birkenstocks and of course Rick Owens. And of course, you know, like, I mean, I'm always going to love the Rick Owens because it's got that goth aesthetic. 100%. He did some amazing sneakers and ankle boots as well because they're, oh, cool. they're not just sandals, they do do shoes. Uh, and they were bought out by Moet Hennessy Louis Vuitton in 2021. Oh, wow. So, um, of They've course... they quite the journey. Yeah, and so in summer 2022 in the Northern Hemisphere, of course, their campaign was to get stylists and icons to wear them and mm. advertise them like that. I mean, it's kind of like... Uh, they are they are such comfortable shoes, honestly. Yeah. They're also one of those things that once you've had a pair, you're like, oh, I'm going to have to get another pair when these ones wear out. And you can wear them right down. Every pair of Birkenstocks I've ever had, it's not till the entire sole is missing that I'm like, right, it's probably time to get a new pair. I'm literally just going cork to the pavement now. Yeah. This is not good. <laughs> I've got to say that to me, they were my Crocs before Crocs. Yes. Yeah. So I held out for a very long time before I bought them, but mm -hmm. I do have them. I have had them for a couple of years, but my one question I pose to you and the listeners is socks or no socks? I So I used to be very vehemently no socks, and then I'm just... It's so comfortable. Yeah, I'm a socks and sandals I'm person. I'm a socks person as well. <laughs> yeah. If you see me in the supermarket in my Birkenstocks and socks, just let me be, you know? I'm I just think, doing my thing. I think just wear, like, the socks that scream, hey, I'm wearing socks with my Birkenstocks. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm not going to lie. Usually if I'm wearing socks in my Birkenstocks, I am wearing the odd pair that was, like, the last thing in the washing <laughs> basket because yeah. that's where I've at, I'm at usually. But, uh, yeah, I think socks and Birkenstocks is a vibe. Yeah. Although we're already getting quite a few texts saying never socks and Birkenstocks. <laughs> Someone said that was their high school uh, sandals. Wow, I know, that's cool. I know there are haters, but I used to comfortably walk an hour each way to school and they were great. Yeah, I've got to say they've got to be one of the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn. I, I mean, team Birkenstock Other all the way. Docks, I guess, yeah. Your, your team rip-off Birkenstock, eh, Zoe? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's many. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In, Particular uh, um, fast fashion yeah, brand shall stores. not be named. Yeah. yeah. Well, I believe there's actually a store in Newmarket. A Birkenstock's uh, shop. Yeah, which mm, I didn't know. Nice. Birkin shop. Yeah, oh. Birkin shop. <laughs> to wear your Birkenstocks with your socks. With your socks, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is our new Dr. Zeus book. Thank you very much, <laughs> Penelope Noir, uh, for bringing us Birkenstocks this morning. Truly is the season now. Yeah. We'll see you next Monday. That was Fashion with Penelope Noir. We are the Goon Squad and we're coming to town. Beep, beep. Beep, beep.